0: Richard works in McDonald's and has been recently going viral for the fact that he's been picking up the microphone and he has been singing his heart out during his shift whilst handing out food. And this was picked up by Lad Bible, And I believe you gained like 10,000 followers overnight or something off the back of that. Which was- it,
1: it was a lot of people.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And so I wanted to bring Richard on the show to find out, number one, why he's doing this. Number two where he wants to take this. And number three, whether there's a bit of a strategy going on behind it, because I think there probably is. So what I would love to start with is if you would just give us the story behind why you picked that microphone up in the first place. And whilst you're doing that, I'm going to cue some videos to play afterwards to illustrate this so that people can see what you've been doing in these videos. But if you could just tell us that story, like why, what happened? Like, how did this begin?
1: Well, we'd have to go back to my childhood. No, I'm just kidding. It's it's about six years ago this month, actually. we I've been working at McDonald's Liverpool Street at that point, maybe four or five years. And we were hosting a charity event, you know, face painting, you know, that sort of thing. And the store manager at the time was like, hey, Richard, I hear you sing and play guitar at church or something. Why don't you bring some of that to the charity day? And... So yeah, I lugged my very, very heavy speaker and bought a brand new guitar and played some music for the charity event for a couple of hours that day. That that was interesting, you know. I didn't think too much of it until for like a week afterwards, every day, people were coming in, coming back and saying, Were you that guy singing? That singing was really good. You should keep doing that. Then the store manager and I sort of knew you know, I think we're onto something here. So then he said, Richard, I think you should sing every day. And from, you know, different, different store managers to different kinds of shifts. I think I've been trying to uphold that in some way, in some fashion to keep singing. And as you may have noticed, people seem to like it. They like to shoot videos. So every now and again, and a video of, with my face on it, singing some song will pop up online. And as I said, people seem to like it, so we keep it going
2: and if people keep coming back. Why would you stop something that people keep coming back for? Absolutely, that's so cool. It sounds like you've got really cool managers as well. I do. <laughs>
0: yeah i'm just going to share share this video so people can can have an illustration of what it is that we mean when we say that you've been singing in mcdonald's bear with me whilst i actually share the right thing
1: this should be fun
0: Awesome. So, did you like what? Did you have anyone say that you can't do this? Did you have anyone going, like, what? That's a bit weird. Why are you singing during a shift in McDonald's? Like, you shouldn't be doing that.
1: Well, you know, everything is not everybody's cup of tea. And of course, every now and again, you'll have some people say some things, but they are usually quickly, overwhelmingly snuffed out by other that. people. On the majority, it's been a positive experience. And yeah if there's any negativity it it's quickly it's quickly painted over <laughs>
3: so from like so it started off as a charity thing, right like is that what you said? was it yes. in McDonald's as a charity thing like outside yeah. in McDonald's as a charity thing yeah' then... all of
1: McDonald' house charities. It's charity that builds homes near hospitals. I love that so and that. so what
3: you just picked up the mic whilst working and or was it like a charity day? you picked up the mic just started singing to everyone.
1: It started as a charity day, and as I said, the response was so unique and so numerous that we kept it going, and I kept raising money, and now I still raise money, but in general now, it's actually just singing on every shift.
3: Yeah, I love that. I was going to say, or, that was going to be my next question. like, How yeah. often are you doing this? So if, if anyone goes to McDonald's, Liverpool Street on one of your shifts, they can presume that you'll be singing? Yes, are you going to be, do, do you work as well? Like, are you now the McDonald's singer or are you actually <laughs> like, are you actually doing, like, is that your new job? Like, I'm intrigued. Like, are you multitasking? Like, how does this work? Surely there's hot things around.
1: Well, I mean, the, if I give you a quick story, how yes. this really like kicked into full gear was the charity thing was during the day shifts and Liverpool Street McDonald's is a 24 hour McDonald's. It's the busiest McDonald's in the United Kingdom.
2: We recently okay.
1: did one million pounds of sales in a single month in August, so it's extremely, oh extremely busy, as you can imagine. And during the night shifts, the area is a short ditch and Liverpool Street, so lots of clubs, lots of people with many friends like Jack Daniels, you know, in their pocket. <laughs> and one evening, I was just coming back home from me and a friend, and I was passing through Liverpool Street, and I saw that the place was rammed like a tin of sardines. You couldn't wedge a piece of paper between. The people inside the restaurant and when I walked inside there was it was pretty much chaos, security everywhere, uh, not food everywhere, but people everywhere. The staff shouting from behind the counter, you know, trying to shout out people's order numbers, trying to get people who are already you know a little bit influenced and I don't mean like social media uh-huh.
2: influence. Yeah okay.
1: so at the time, as I said, I was doing the day shift, I had my personal speaker and microphone and everything tucked away in the back, just ready for the next day of charity singing. But I walked in without my uniform and I said to the shift manager, you know, I can help you with this. Just give me like 10, 15 minutes. And then he said, I dare you go ahead. So I took my microphone and my speaker. uh, It was completely portable, wireless. I just plopped it in the middle of the people and started calling out order numbers and bantering with the people um, I may have sung, I don't remember, but the place was cleared in about 10, 15 minutes and everybody was gone. And I'm getting
3: Coyote Ugly vibes. Does anyone see Coyote Ugly? <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. anyone else feeling this? Like if everything's chaos, shambles. She picks up the mic and she soothes the audience. This is the vibe that I'm getting.
1: It, it was kind of like that. The the shift manager was definitely soothed in a way because they uh, invited me back. They said, Richard, I think you should come back every Friday and Saturday night. What What do you think? And it sort of laddered from there until now I'm exclusively on the night shift um, every single week. And it...
3: Okay, we know this. What day is it? The night shift every Friday, Saturday, both days?
1: I'm, I'm there usually Tuesday to Saturday nights. Um,
3: wow, that's dedication.
1: Yeah, the best, like the best experience, honestly, is probably Friday nights. Um, okay. but, but I'm there all the time. And if you say, you know, boo, I'll say, you know, I'll sing. Sure. <laughs> you know,
3: are you the McDonald's singer or are you also doing, are you still working as well? We need to know. We need to know. I need to know. I need to understand the multitasking.
1: The story was to point out that the microphone and the speaker thing initially mm-hmm. was to just give out the order numbers. <laughs> just to Now it's up. to
3: soothe. Now you're like the, the soother.
1: Yeah. Slowly I injected a bit of my personality into it. You know, I'd give a song, You know, because as I said, I was doing this during the day when it was just charity stuff. Now I'm calling out order numbers and, you know, bantering with the people and I'm injecting in some personality. And eventually it just became what it's become. It's just I'm just kind of singing when the service is high and I'm handing out food. I I do plenty of other things. You know, I'm not a lazy guy by any means. You know, I clean. It's a there's a restaurant behind me. So that kind of needs to be run. But, as you mentioned, I have the coolest managers who recognize the uniqueness of what's going on, and we all work together so that I can do what I do and I provide a unique service.
0: leads me yeah. on to the next question for you, Richard. like what McDonald's is a franchise, right? So what about like the the head office or you know the people above the the current the store that you're in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What was the reaction from them when they heard about this?
1: So as you mentioned, McDonald's is a franchise to be specific. McDonald's is a company that lends out, that opens up franchise opportunities to different people. There's lots of different franchise franchisees and my McDonald's is part of a franchise. The person who owns my franchise, it's a capital Arches group. That's the name. And he's, the, the top man of that is extremely supportive. You know, we're always talking about it when we meet up. Uh, he, he treats me like a celebrity, to be honest, which is weird, but I'll, I'll take it. As far as uh, corporate McDonald's goes, I've had some, because of course that would be higher than the franchise level of things. I've had a few run-ins with them to the point that the my franchises don't even know that I'm talking to them most recently i made a small video talking about the digital mcdonald's app experience you know the points collecting and reward system that that's coming on i did a small video about that and uh maybe there's more to come
2: oh so, well, i love you that know. i never know
1: i could be the it, it would be interesting if you saw me on a mcdonald's commercial very soon i you know don't be surprised
3: oh oh okay i like this little a foreshadowing nice. little, little teasers there for us. We, we like, we like that. We like wanting- more
1: like bringing it into the air, you know, something yeah. wants to catch that and
0: okay,
3: okay. Make
1: that happen. But yeah. yeah. I
0: won't be surprised. In fact, that's the main reason really why I think there's, there's two reasons why I think there's a lot for our rebels. Our audience are all rebellious entrepreneurs and there's a lot that I think that they could get out of these two things. So the first one is, around you having the confidence and also you know you've been really supported but you know having the confidence to put yourself out there in that way and have a big vision but the other thing is is that I think I I've, I've, I saw you on Instagram and the reason why I was like oh this is really interesting is because I felt like there's a strategy behind what it is that you're doing in terms of it's quite clear that you've got an Instagram handle that you're holding right and there and, and also I looked through your socials and I saw that there's the Richard Walker show. I'd love to hear a bit more about that. If you could <laughs> tell us about that, yep. but like, what's the dream? Like what's the, I, you've give, told us about some stuff with McDonald's, but McDonald's aside, what's your dream? Like, what would you love to achieve?
1: My big overall goal is voice acting, whether it's, you know, simple stuff like narration, or mm-hmm. literal voice acting, you know, like different characters, that sort of thing. I would love to get into voice acting. The big goal is uh, Cartoon Network, actually. I would just love to hear myself on Cartoon Network because I'm a terrible, I... terrible child. And love that. Yeah, it's it it's all it's all about the voice, really, at this point, because not not to talk about myself in any certain way, but most people who come away from me have something to say about the voice and i think it's a god-given gift and a passion of mine i've been recording uh things i've got tapes in front of me from when i was like six seven years old just reading
2: comics into tape recorders playing different characters it's it's something i can do (laughs) and it's something
1: i like to do and if I could make a difference to the world with that, that would be, that'd be really, really cool and make a difference to my bank account too. That'd be sweet.
3: There was definitely some things that I like picked up on like as well, which I thought was just perfect. Like a, that it started off as a charity thing. Like we're all here about, well, we, we really advocate adding value and giving back because yeah. to be honest, people don't really resonate with selfish. Um, Well, some people do, but that's not necessarily our audience, but the fact that you go, Oh, this was a charity thing. I was, I was giving back. Love that step one. And step two, I am so soothed by your rich baritone voice. It's like, woo, okay. <laughs> but I, I want to see you as a cat on Cartoon Network. I can it's... I, can, I can definitely see you as some kind of cat. That's what I'm saying. i am just put it out there. I don't know. Maybe you see yourself as a different Cartoon Network character. I'm oh, no, no, cat. no.
1: Top, Top Cat was one of my favorite cartoons. <laughs> Let's let's put that into the air as well. Reboot of yeah. Top Cat with, uh, oh, with Richard Okay, okay, I love that. I love
3: that. You can have yeah, a piano I'm... tie as well. Oh my
0: god, so on brand have piano tie. Oh my goodness, I can mean. see this happening. Like guys, we we will be saying we had Richard Walker on the show once, and Top <laughs> Cat voice. He's Top Cat. He's voice of Top Cat now. Um, that's really cool. So, what is the show? Tell us about the Richard Walker show.
2: The Richie Rich Show, although Richie I, Richie.
1: I would actually, I was thinking of rebranding it because there is also a cartoon with that name and <laughs> yeah. people tend to get me confused with some blonde guy, not <laughs> necessary, but that show is all about one, my faith, my faith in God, and two, about just positivity because I believe there's a term that negativity sells um, and I I don't subscribe to that. Of course, negativity is there. It's a world we live in. You know, there's lots of different kinds of people. But my dream with that show is to create just a very, very positive environment where you can laugh, where you can learn, where you can be excited and be elated and just be safe from not necessarily, not close your eyes necessarily to what's going on, but laugh at it and learn from it. And believe in yourself from it, and believe in God from it. That that was the idea. Um, it, and it's all about a, in a sense, my personality because well, I have a bit of a weird personality. Um, <laughs> as I said, I love cartoons when I was a kid. Um, I, I'm a very shy person naturally, to be honest with you. Extremely shy, especially with women. You can imagine two women on either side of me. I'm I'm sweating right now. <laughs> but when I was a kid, I realized that I can't really keep myself to myself. I need to socialize a bit. So my way of socializing was to be a cartoon character, really make lots of expressions and lots of voices. And that would always break ice with people. And, you know, now that I'm an adult, you know, I get to inject that into my show or into bantering with people at work. It's all about personality and Personality is extremely important who you are as a person and being allowed to be yourself, mm. uh, the way that God made you is extremely important to me. And it's extremely important for your life, for your health and for whatever you want to do with your life, you know, to get the best out of yourself, to see your best talents, to see your gifts, what you bring to other human beings. Um, I don't know if that describes the purpose of the show really, but it, it's, all about, it's all about bringing out myself and positivity and my faith. And for me personally, it's also an outlet for me to yes. be able to say some things, um, to let off some steam and just be happy. You know, I like picking up a camera and just being happy sometimes.
2: It sounds
3: like maybe you'd, you'd need some support on developing the concept when we well, you know where you can get that support from plugging some of us there, but also amazing. I love that. Love the themes. Love your authenticity and the, you sound so genuine and putting people first. Love that.
0: I think it also describes something bigger than just the show. I think you just described your purpose, which is pretty awesome to hear. And I just want to drill into something. You, you've spoken a bit about being shy. You've also spoken about self-belief you've clearly got a lot of self-belief. Where do you feel that comes from? Like, how, how have you got so much self-belief and how do you feel that you have managed to generate that to the point where, I mean, let's just put this into perspective. I've seen on video, on one of your videos, a caption saying, in fact, it was on one of the videos we showed a minute ago, a caption saying, people say, you know, go to school, finish school, or you'll end up working in McDonald's. And then And then you said... Me, when there was a a, a video of you singing in McDonald's and making waves. Like, that is unusual. Like, that is unheard of, really. I haven't heard of anybody doing that before. And I think it's why, you know, it's gone viral. It's getting attention. And even though it's happened by accident because you did it for people, and often that's how the best ideas end up becoming the most awesome things because they're very people focused, but it's also sounds like you do have a lot of belief in yourself and a lot of belief in your ability to generate something different. I'd love to hear a bit about where you feel that comes from.
1: I think it comes from a few places. I don't know if I could get all of them on, on the uh, tape, but I'll <laughs> try. One of the things I've been thinking about recently, looking back at some of what I've tried to, some of the things I've tried to do is a pattern of trying things that no one else is doing. Just trying things that like a unique selling point. If you have something and you want to show it to people, if it looks like everything else, then it will be like everything else. And some of my successes, like with my show or with how I'm working at McDonald's, you you see something you see something that you don't see every day. You know, you see a Christian being funny or you see a McDonald's worker being affable and not just throwing food in your face. It's something you don't see every day. I was actually I was in a meeting, actually, at work a few months ago. There was like 30 people. It was for the employee of the quarter for all of McDonald's and they were going around the table and asking people like, why do you think you're here? Why do you think you come to this meeting? And everybody said some variation of, I work hard and I make fries. I work hard and I come on time. I work hard and I have good rapport with the people. And when it came to me,
2: I just sort of said, you know what? I don't work hard. And everybody laughed. And at that
1: point, You know, I knew I'd sort of hooked people, so I could say anything after that. But just the fact that I said something 180 degrees of what everyone else was saying just sort of said, just sort of opened me up and opened everybody's eyes and ears to me because it was different. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. If I have an idea, I
1: do like to try. I I, I try to execute things that I have never seen before. And it's a big, big world. And everybody, you know, thinks everybody's becoming a video editor these days with TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but there's still a lot that has never been seen before. And we have ideas and things that the world I think is just waiting for to make it a little bit better. And who better than me? I'll start with me. If I've if I've got an idea, if I've got something that could be interesting, I will I will try and I'll try and execute it. Um, I love
0: that mindset. It feels like you've got a sense of duty. Like, who am I not to, you know?
1: It's, yeah. I mean, duty is, is kind of the word because, I mean, I'm very, I'm quite comfortable with not talking to anybody and I like my own company. If, if
2: I didn't have to speak to anybody ever again, I think I'd be fine. But if, I, I think the world, we need to network. We need each other. There's there's a song that I love at church. We need,
1: I need you to survive. And as I pointed out with the managers at my McDonald's who have assisted me to get to this point where I'm talking to you wonderful people, there's the gifts and talents that I think that we have. And even
2: just, even the business ideas, there's helping each other should always be at the forefront, I think. So looking out for each other and helping each other, whatever idea it is,
1: mm. a service is something that provides a literal service that helps and whatever, we we have so much in us to be helpful to each other. Uh, we shouldn't keep it to ourselves. And like I said, the singing and whatever goes on at my workplace. If I can do it, why, why not do it? Yeah. I, I don't feel up to it sometimes, but just the fact that I can, the, people will come up to me, you know, and say, you're doing a fantastic job or you made my day better. Or now I'm having people come up to me and say, I came to see you. You've made my evening I added something to somebody's day, you know, something just a little bit, just a little bit above,
2: just a little bit more than the normal. And I'm happy to do that.
0: Wow. You are speaking our language. Like this is what we are all about. The word rebellious, by the way, in, in the rebellious business show and the rebellious business network just means being yourself. It means having the courage to really be yourself and that's something that you've nailed. You know, you, you feel very confident in doing that. You feel very comfortable in doing that. There's a few ingredients I'm hearing. The first is self-belief. The second one is self-awareness. The third one is having the courage to, to do new things and try new things and put yourself out there. The fourth one is consistency, which we haven't touched on yet, but it's yeah. it's like you, you were consistent with the... Singing at McDonald's to the point where you started to reach critical mass. You've been featured in the media, you've been interviewed on news, you've been featured in papers, you've been featured on Lab Bible. And I would say that that's because, just as much as everything else, also to do with the consistency of just keep going, keep going, keep posting about it, keep sharing it, keep documenting it. Yeah. Um, Just thinking about our audience for a minute and the people that are watching this show right now, we serve really sort of startup business owners here. So people that have are in the first few years of running a business and as you already said like everyone's a video editor now on TikTok, you know, there's this yeah. real need to be on video. What would be your advice to someone who really wants to put themselves out there, really wants to help others, but they are feeling a bit shy as you said you have felt in the past. Yeah. And they don't really have the confidence to do it but they they feel like they've got a message to share what would be your advice to them and how would you support them with that
2: the most important thing really is to just go for it you know yeah
1: life is too short i don't want to get preachy but there's a scripture in the bible it says whatever your hands find to do do it with your might because there's no there's nothing to do when you die and if you're alive there's no time to waste. I, I mean, I've been feeling recently that, you know what, time is running out. Not that I'm dying or anything, but time is running out to just do some things. I, need, I really need to do some things. I need to read some things. I need to get, go to some places. And when it comes to business, when it comes to trying a new angle of business, you really must just go ahead and do it because the worst thing that can happen If you produce something, you produce a piece of media Mm -hmm. is that, to be honest, is that nobody sees it, that, and even then, that's not the worst thing in the world either, because the first thing you make will be garbage and you probably don't want anyone to see it. I mean, like my Richie Rich show, it's, it's been 10 years. It's been going for 10 years, actually this month.
0: Wow. Congratulations. 10 years. You need to celebrate that loudly
1: (laughs) i i do i'm I'm quite busy so i'm I'm getting around to it trust me but uh, one of the videos that i want to do one of the new episodes i want to do is just a reaction video of looking back at the first one and the first one's awful i don't you know i don't know anything about videoing i don't know anything about lighting especially it's it's awful and i'm sure i can i feel myself cringing you know just feeling that i need just thinking about it before i even watch it but that is that is that is key you know as you mentioned consistency if you keep going with something you do something one time and it sucks the next time you do it it will be just a little bit better and if you keep going at it and you keep trying eventually you will learn something (laughs) you know even if you're not the most talented i'm not the most talented you know filmmaker or voiceover person or singer or anything like that but what i have on my side is experience the fact that i've done the same thing over and over and over and i'm willing to keep trying is one of my biggest strengths and so you want to break into that realm just go ahead and do it just go ahead and do it some people say you know there's a big there can be a big hoo-ha about, you know, is this person gifted or does this person, you know, just practice, you know, at something creative? Is this person just naturally like this or do they just work at it really hard? The truth is, it's a bit of column A and a bit of column B. And from my experience, where there is no column A, where there is not a lot of talent at all, a lot of column B, a lot of just hands to the millstone, just hard work and just keeping at it and keeping trying will win the day. I mean, I see so many of my friends with, you know, their own little YouTube channels and, you know, they don't get hundreds of thousands of views, but they've been at it for years and they're happy and they have an audience and they give to their audience and their audience gives to them. Not everything is a million views or a billion views. You know, I only just recently, just a few weeks ago, cracked 10,000 followers. I've been singing for, as I said, what, five, six years at this point at my McDonald's. You know, should I have given up a few years ago when my viral videos went viral and I got like 10 followers out of it? You know, no, you just got to kind of keep going and you will see something good at the end. But it just it starts from just starting, to be honest. That's, that's my perspective. Just no paralysis by analysis. Don't overthink it. Just do what you can do. And the next time you go for it, add again. The next time you go for it, add again. And you will marvel at the end, like me and my Richie Rich show 10 years from then, Where it takes you. I mean, like on the side now, I video, you know, like parties and funerals and weddings and stuff as well. People call for me on that just off of my Richie Rich show, just that exposure. I've been invited to sing at weddings just from the exposure at uh, McDonald's. And it it always starts with just one or it always start with just one or two songs or one or two badly lit videos. It's, it's, there's always a starting point. Don't be afraid to get over the starting point and
2: just, well, just go for it.
3: What you know what's amazing about that is like we have a concept in Rebellious Business which we, we call BAF, which is B-A-Y-F, stands as build as you fly. Yeah. Analysis paralysis is a is a real thing. And you have you get so caught up in trying to be perfect before you launch that you don't launch. And there's a marketer called Seth Godin who says real artist ship it's never ready. You, whatever you make, it's never ready. You'll, you'll always look back at everything you make and you'll be like, that was not finished. And that was not perfect, but yeah. I'm busy on the next thing. And it's like, you know what? It doesn't, you just keep going up those, those ladder rungs. Don't focus on what you've done, but just keep on, keep on going. And we're very big advocates of launching. And we really try and again, advocate get good good enough to launch. One what, of my, my what am I, curriculums is called launchable because it's like just you know what get it to the launchable standard put it out there because you can never get it perfect enough until you get the feedback or until you put it out the the experience comes from the launching and the putting it out there so this sounds like that you're 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 king of bafing, to be honest and we absolutely love that and it sounds like it's not just the virality aspect you said you've been going at this for a long time you've and you've only just become viral but because of putting yourself out there you've been you've been receiving alter, like additional opportunities which have been able to like stoke the fire you've been given opportunities to perform at weddings and 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 video, I think, and like record videos as, and do things for other people. So yeah. it, I really love this. You're, you're like you could be our uh, your ba- our base ambassador. Absolutely love. I'm sure you've been. I'm sure you've been prodded here, there, and everywhere to be ambassadors, or, uh, an ambassador of different things. But absolutely love that message for the rebels. Just get out there. Get you know, learn from your experience, not from the the, the, the preamble. That's why. Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's my <laughs> that's my two cents. <laughs> You are literally—it's—it's it's actually fascinating to to hear all of this because this is what we preach as well in terms of helping people get started. It's bathing, but also consistency. Every master is once a disaster, you know. Yeah. Give yourself yeah. the grace and space to grow. Also, you know, being a rebellious, pushing yourself outside your comfort zone, building a personal brand. It feels like you just—you just did all this so naturally. Did you have a mentor? Did you have anyone that that guided you or does this all just come from within you in terms
2: of like what you feel is right? I have several examples of, I don't know what I'm trying to accomplish.
1: For my Richie Rich show, I'm I'm a big wrestling fan and there was a wrestler called Zack Ryder. He goes by a different name now, but... He wasn't getting a lot of time on TV and he decided to make his own YouTube show and expose his personality. And this was like maybe 10, almost 15 years ago at this point. But from that, the higher ups in the wrestling company he was in began to feature him on TV. And I'd say he made his career off of that. And aside from the goofy personality, which I do like to expose now and again, that that was a big key, because I felt that within my faith and my church' setting, I had more to say, I had more to do than I was doing, and I couldn't see a way of doing it other than just put it on video and see what people say, a bit like this fellow Zach Ryder. So I think I have that to uh thank in large part for wanting to just step out and do something different because nobody was going to put a microphone in my hand anywhere, not at church, not at work. I bought my own microphones and went out and did what I did and do what I do, what I'm doing right now. So it's, it's, it's all about, it's, it's all about self. I don't know if self-belief is the word, but a, a lot of self, yourself yeah. just don't wait for that that Zack Ryder a video you can find it on YouTube i think still it's called Z True Long Island Story if you're not a wrestling fan then it won't make a lot of sense but for for wrestling fans it it was hilarious and groundbreaking at the time and that was a big show of like you know what just do it yourself you know don't wait for somebody to give you the platform you know you there's got- enough out there the internet has enough for you to just go out there and do it yourself and you will pick up the followers and the support along the way. Mm. If you just do it, if you're just consistent, that's what I got, I think from Zach Ryder. So yeah. It
2: like you got inspired
0: to give yourself permission. You got inspired to give yourself permission. I, do you know what guys I'd be interested to know, like drop it in the chat. Give me a yes. If in your past, somewhere along the line, you have been guilty of, waiting for someone to give you permission, waiting for someone to tell you that you're good enough, waiting for someone to give you a certificate that says, yes, you can be a coach or a mentor, or you can do this or do that. And then you had that realization that shit, like no one needs to give me that. No one needs to give me that permission because I can give that to myself. I definitely resonate with that. I remember the week that I decided to declare that I was a public speaker I put it on my profile. I was like, I am, a, I am a public speaker. That is me. That was one of my titles. I got like five speaking gigs booked in because people started seeing me as a public speaker. I gave yeah. myself that permission and then things started to happen. So, yeah, we've got people dropping in the chat. Yes, 100%, of course.
1: We
2: also got that some pretty. Thank you.
0: Yes. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I thought that was quite funny I I, I am
3: not familiar with what that picture was uh, but picture number six apparently you're very pretty and again I also want to dig into one of the the themes that you pulled out there Um, I'm the I'm the theme person I love a good old theme Um, we really advocate creating a platform for yourself we're big on that you if you want to have an impact you need to you need to create, you need a platform. You need, like a platform is essentially just leverage. And I liked how you were talking into creating a platform for yourself where you can reach more people. Really, really important, especially because we assume that that kind of leverage is only reserved for a small group of people who have lots of resources, um, lots of connections. Just kind of, we kind of put it, we presume it's the people that have power just ordained on them and that us as just a a little old person with our laptop or microphone or whatever we don't have that ability to reach critical mass or or have influence or, or or create that platform but really like you create platform by getting in there and actually um producing That's my perspective, at least on what you said. And so I love that as well. We really, really, we really try and advocate. And one of our curriculums also is talking about how to raise your your profile and to build an audience with very minimal resources, because it's a lot to do with what's inside you that counts and what your message is and what you you want to give to the world. That's where people start to resonate and connect with you, not because you have already got 50,000 followers on social media or interviews on whatever. People yeah. connect with people. Big advocate of that. And, you know, developing a platform, putting, like, creating an audience, putting a message out there that helps you position yourself in that way. Love that. I love all the themes. Uh, I'm actually amazed. I wasn't necessarily, like, like, I wasn't necessarily sure. I was like, oh, how how is, how is... Because we talk about business, because we talk to business owners, and you are an employee, well, I was like, "How do we blend these things together?" Everything you have said today—it's like, "Wow, you are—you are the rebellious mascot." Honestly, everything you've said today has been like, "Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect." We actually have curriculums, we have mm-hmm. messages, we have content going out about all these things. We have now got evidence to support the things we've been shouting about. So I'm so glad we've got you on today. You are going to have snippets of this show dotted everywhere. <laughs> yeah. We yes. are going to
0: be dying. That yeah. I, totally I, I had a hunch the second I you saw did. you. I did. I was like, we got it. I literally, I was laid in bed, and I <laughs> saw you come up on Lad Bible, and I was like, oh my god, I, there was That's just it. something there. I just knew it. Yeah, I want to you know got it. how did it feel, by the way, when you woke up and you suddenly realised that Lad Bible had stolen one of your videos, which <laughs> then, you know, increased your reach. Like
2: how how did that feel? one word vindication <laughs> yeah. vindication because this is going to sound a, slightly negative, but as I said, I've been at this for a while. I had
1: one of my first viral videos was just before the pandemic. And at the time I didn't have my sign that I'm holding with my name, with my Instagram handle. And when I, when that video went viral, I got a, only a handful of followers out of it because nobody knew where to find me or what to say about it. It was just this guy singing at McDonald's. So, and in particular companies sent things to McDonald's, you know, looking for me, looking for that singing guy, but they couldn't quite find me and they never quite got to me. I mean, I'd hear about it somehow, some way, but that was getting quite annoying. So yeah. what eventually I did say was, okay, right. I'm going to hold this sign with my name on it and my Instagram handle. And I'm going to belt myself and anybody who takes a video of me, you're going to see my name. And if you go viral, I go viral and that, and we're going to see how the people, how people take to me rather than just, the idea of a guy singing at McDonald's because it's one thing to talk about a guy singing at McDonald's, you know, it's unique, it's strange, it's whatever. There's another thing to talk about me, Mm. you know, and make a personal connection. And down the line, I saw, uh, eventually what I see and what what I've seen, I should say is people making that personal connection and Wanting to come and see me, wanting to come and say hello, wanting to give something, you know, every now and again on the viral videos, I've seen somebody say, Oh, Richard got fired. Go to this GoFundMe and, you know, give some money so they could scam some change. Um, so oh, I had to, so I had to make my own page of like, look, I don't want your money necessarily, but. If you really want to give me something, if that compels you, then this is where you should do it. Don't listen. There is nowhere else you should do try that. Mm. So I had to sort of, I was forced to make a page for that. But when it comes to
2: making a connection with people, that's where I realized that it's, I want, I want this to be beyond just a guy, you know, at McDonald's,
1: just another guy, because At the end of the day, when you put a uniform on and you go to work, everybody's just another guy. Everybody's just McDonald's or Betfred or whatever uniform you're wearing. But there's a person there and I'm Richard and I want you to know my name. And that when when it was going viral and. You can see your name and you can see just little comments of, you know, what I've seen that guy somewhere. I've seen him in McDonald's. He's been served by him. I've been served by him. He's a class act. Or I've seen him on the streets, because sometimes I do busking on the streets as well, just for just for a bit of fun, you know, or I've seen him at he goes to my church and stuff like that. It's now it's becoming personal. And Mm.
2: that's really, really cool when it all just sort of links together. And like I said, it's vindication that I, I, I'm trying something and it's working.
1: (laughs) What can I say? I was on uh, Anton Dex Saturday Night Takeaway and just, yeah, just the people who saw me on that. And I mean, I didn't get a lot of messages, but just the people who would just say things like, you know, I've come to, I've been coming to your McDonald's and I've never said anything, but I just saw you on TV and you deserve it. And like I said, that personal connection, is just vindication for it's vindication for the gifts that I believe God has put inside of me. It's vindication for, you know, what I'm trying, you know, like as a strategy to build something, to build something unique and to build a career. Uh, vindication for my family because my family's mm-hmm. proud, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And vindication for but McDonald's workers or people who have yeah. jobs in general that are not looked upon very highly because they are all individuals. I'm an individual who's very, you could say is very talented, uh, who has something to offer other than just a Big Mac. You know, I work with graduates. I work with people with master's degrees. I work with people who have been managing the place, managing our McDonald's for, you know, 10, 15 years. They have very serious skills and, I like to think that what I'm doing represents individuality that we have something to offer. It's not just what you see
2: immediately. There's something deeper. I love
3: that. The big takeaway for me. Yeah, for sure. My big takeaway was that.
2: Takeaway. I
3: Oh yes. (laughs) I got a pun in. Brilliant. I, I think that you know you obviously didn't get recognized for your hard work initially, and instead of giving up because oh I did you know I had my shot I shot my shot and it I, I didn't get I didn't get recognized for what I did, you just go no I'm gonna make a sign like <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not yeah, next time there will be it's like everyone's like, oh, I, am you know, I, there's this one chance we, we really, we limit ourselves down to like the big opportunity. And They're then. They're going to know you, who you know. I
1: am and where I'm from and what but, I yeah, did. But
3: that opportunity came and they didn't find you. So you're like, uh-uh. when opportunity comes knocking next, which I'm sure it will, I'm going to have a sign. They're going to know who I am.
0: I love that. Love now it. even Ant and Dak knows who you are, which is just awesome. I, I, do you know what? I'm so I've only just met you. Honestly, for everyone watching, we have not done a pre-interview with Richard. We fired a couple of messages back and forth on Instagram and WhatsApp. Like genuinely, I I don't, I don't know you very well, but I have to say that I, I am so freaking proud of you. What an amazing human being you are and what an incredible accomplishment to have um, achieved. And you are only at the beginning. I am so excited to see what is to come and to follow your journey. And for everyone else, follow Richard's journey by following him on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to drop the link to his Instagram handle. You'll see that he's regularly posting stories. You can follow along. You can get some updated videos of him singing at McDonald's to brighten up your day because it's awesome to see. But yeah, Richard. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so awesome to have you here. I would absolutely freaking love it if you would close us out with a little song. Oh, okay? Yeah.
2: Do you with feel a little, song. With a little song?
0: a little song. A gigantic song. A gigantic
3: song. A
1: gigantic song. Oh, oh no, I, I couldn't possibly do Sweet that. Caroline. I couldn't possibly do that. Um, I'd rather just... be lying in my bed, thoughts running through my head. And I feel that love is dead, I'm loving loving angels angels instead. instead, and through it all, she offers me protection, a lot of love and affection, whether I'm right or wrong, down the waterfall, wherever it may take me, I know that life won't break me when I come to call. She won't forsake me. Do, 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 do. I'm loving angels instead. Good times never felt so good. Some sweet Caroline for you.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm
3: a your favorite
1: that. song, apparently.
2: Yes. Ooh, I've been inclined do to believe they never would. But now I'm
1: an extremely viral person.
2: <laughs> yeah, we need the soundboard. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. like my show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have met the amazing Richard Walker. Maybe you saw him here first, maybe you didn't, but you now know who he is. Follow him along, follow his journey along and give him all the love over on Instagram. Richard, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. You're working nights, you're here in the morning.
1: There's a couple of comments. Can I just say something to them really quickly before I disappear? Please do. There's a Stephanie Burley saying, I'd make a good radio presenter. Thank you. I hope to be on your radio very soon. So the gentleman said, I'm very pretty. Thank you very much. I also believe so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm at work. A couple of people have asked when I'm at work. I'm usually there to tu- Liverpool Street Station, McDonald's, Tuesday from about 10 o'clock till the morning. Best time to see me is probably a Wednesday night. It's a bit more chill. Friday night is a bit more upbeat. Saturday night, you know, can be a bit <laughs> but it can be a bit here or there, but I'm there. So And everybody else, thank you for the love. You're all amazing people. And thank you, Cordelia Kate. You have been a fantastic host. I will be, I I am inviting myself back down the line when there's more success. Amazing. (laughs) When there's some more success. So, you know, when I hit that top cat roll, hey, I was here first.